Hello everyone, welcome to Revival in the Word. I am Taya Carlisle, your host. I am so ecstatic to have you here today. Before we get started, let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your unfilling love, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, your divine um, love that's so big and so wide for your children, Lord God. For you have that agape love, the love that never fails and the love that never fades. No matter how much we mess up, no matter how much we operate in fear, you continue to love us as we continue to seek your presence in your face, Lord God. I just want to give you the glory and thanks for your love. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for never leaving or forsaking us. Even when we left you, even with the times that we decided to walk our own path, you have always disciplined us, your children, to get back onto the right path, which is the path of righteousness, the path of seeking you in your presence, Lord God. So I just want to give you the glory and thanks, Father God for continuously loving us for this day lord god bless the listener who is listening to this cast today lord god in jesus name we pray amen okay 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 so let's get started last week well wednesday we talked about um live for today um, so I highly encourage that you all continue to live your day as is as if it is your last day. Um, but I also encourage you to go back and listen to that um, podcast. is on a, It's available on every every platform. I'm sorry, y'all. I just keep stuttering. But today we're going to talk about my story on how I almost lost my life, y'all. I almost lost my life giving birth yes almost lost my life but god still kept me in the midst of it um 2019 no yes 2019 the late 2019 ish i found out i was pregnant with my little boy and 2020 i ended up having him now during that pregnancy i was so scared because one he was growing so fast y'all he was growing so fast and it was like my belly was so huge (laughs) he was growing so fast but then my midwife also they always saying like oh it's going to be impossible for me to give birth to him vaginally because I once had a C-section with my oldest, but I did not even need it. I just didn't even, I did not know any better about um, giving birth, pregnancy, or anything like that because I was young when I had him and I was not educated. So, y'all, when I found out I was pregnant, I was excited but I was nervous and scared and I promise you I was leaning on to God like, Lord, you chose me to carry the seed, so I believe you're going to um, allow me to push this baby out vaginally because everyone was doubting me, um, except for my close loved ones. They believed in me that I can do, you know, the vaginal birth um, naturally, but like doctors and nurses and them, they was doubting me, y'all, like to the point it put me in a place where I was I was just like traumatized for no reason like I just did not 
I was in a place very emotional, very moody, and my faith in God was very lack because I did not understand why I have to go through this. So, fast forward, (laughs) during the labor and delivery, I ended up going to get induced with him. I had to go get induced because my water would not break. He was not coming down and he just wasn't doing anything. He just wanted to stay in the belly forever, forever, literally. So as we go get induced to my schedule induction and I get the, I think I have Pitocin. I don't remember how they use the induction or how that goes, but this was in 2020. I um, got induced and eventually my water broke but it didn't break like how y'all well ladies you know the ones that have babies it didn't gush out it just sprinkled out so it was doing that for a couple of hours and then them contractions started hitting so I was going natural I went natural for so long I think I was in labor for about 16 hours with him that's how long I went natural and it was y'all it was contractions are the worst so I did that and then I eventually got an epidural like I couldn't take it no more because he was coming down but he was like nine centimeters down y'all I kid you not nine centimeters down they thinking he's coming but they're trying to turn his head um, because I forgot he was posterior or something like that I don't know but they were trying to turn his head no one could turn him he was not trying to come out even though I was at nine centimeters dilated so that's when I decided to get to epidural because they was coming in telling me like hey we suggest that you get it because if it, if it becomes an emergency uh, we may have to put you to sleep or just all the scariest things that you can think of and I'm just like no 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 I don't know what to do guy it was happening so fast I was so afraid and then his his heart rate declined um it would not go back up still nine centimeters his heart rate was declining um he could not handle the contractions and I couldn't even handle the contract I couldn't handle anything I feel like as if I was going to pass out I feel like I was dazing in and out um eventually they saw he kept going back up so we had to do the c-section um i had to make the decision to either keep going or to get the c-section i decided to get the c-section with him because one his heart rate wasn't going back up and i was just over it i was just ready for him to come out so in the midst of the c-section i'm thinking i'm about to die (laughs) y'all my my heart my um i just honestly I don't even remember a lot, but I do remember that I just wanted to go to sleep. Like, I was just out of it. I feel like I was just about to see the Lord that day. <laughs> and I was actually okay with it, too. So, um, after that, they eventually got him out my belly. I felt him come out. And when he came out, oh my gosh, it was such a relief. It was such a relief. And I had a beautiful... um uh cesarean delivery it was beautiful because i had a plan i had a um written plan for vaginal birth um 
a VBAC, which is vaginal birth after C-section. And I had a plan for emergency C-section. So they followed my plans that I had um, when I was giving birth. Uh, so I had an amazing team. <laughs> they tried their hardest. And my baby, that boy came out uh, 10 pounds and 14 ounces, I think something like that. But he was really huge, y'all. He was really huge. And that's probably why he was not coming out vaginally. And I did wait a very long time until my water break, but it didn't break. So I was overdue. So he was just growing and growing and growing. But yeah, that boy, that boy was huge. That head was huge. I couldn't even imagine that head coming out of me like that. But yes, he was so big. And oh my goodness, the Lord just continued to keep me. Like he just, I'm so thankful I'm so grateful that God continues to love me, that his grace is so inefficient. Like his love for me is just so beautiful. And I believe that he loves you the same way. He wants you to uh, rely and lean on him and to trust him in the process because that labor and delivery, y'all, it may not turn out the way I wanted it to, but the beauty of it was that we both are here. The baby came out. I'm here. He's here. He's healthy. I'm healthy. But let me tell y'all, I found these scriptures. Well, these scriptures, I'm going to hold on to me dearly because um, one, I, I need y'all to understand how big God's love is for you. And this was one thing that I struggled with. I know. Oh, God, don't love me. He, he can't love me. I'm such a sinner. I did this. I did that. No, I had to get that mindset out of me because that ain't nothing but the scheme of the enemy. He wants you to believe like God does not love you because the sins that you do is just too unbearable for him to even like or love you. Anything like that. No, that's not true. Don't even have that mindset um, because God does love you. He does love you. He wants you to live a righteous life just like how um, Jesus Christ walked on this earth and lived a righteous life. That's how we're supposed to image our father just like that. Um, and it takes work. You have to put in the work to do that. And that's exactly what I've been doing. But these scriptures that I have is Ephesians 3, 18 through 19. You have to write it down. I will put it in the description. And it says, and may you have the power to understand all as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is too great to understand fully, then you will be made complete with all the fullness of, the, of life and power that comes from God. Y'all, that's a powerful scripture in itself. That is something to hold dear to because God loves us that much. He loves us so much, no matter how much you mess up, no matter uh, what comes your way, such as fear, depression, anxiety, all those things. He does not want us to operate in that. He, he wants you to understand how big and how wide his love is for you so that you can understand and so that you can walk boldly in him because you are confident that he loves you no matter what. Okay, so that's all I have for you with that piece. And then I have to share the other story about my second, well, my third birth, but the second youngest baby, uh, who is now about almost five months now. 
so after the boy y'all ended up pregnant again and i'm gonna say this because my my um spouse was that's that's tmi but we weren't even supposed to have children because of medical history but god blessed us to even have a child together not only one but two and i take it as a blessing pregnancies to me is has always been traumatizing and scary uh because they just never turned out so great (laughs) so with my little girl my first baby girl found out i was pregnant with her oh my goodness i was so mad (laughs) at the dad i was so angry i was like you got me pregnant again i don't believe this I had took the, uh, I kind of knew I was pregnant because I kept having like bad headaches. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and went to the refrigerator and started eating pickles. I do not eat pickles, y'all. I don't eat pickles. I hate pickles. And for me to wake up in the middle of the night and to go get some pickles, I stood in front of that refrigerator looking, hold up, something ain't right. Why am I eating these pickles? (laughs) Y'all. Eventually, I had eventually I had got a pregnancy test. Took that test. Who y'all should have seen the expression on my face? I know most people would be excited and happy, but this girl right here was not because I'm like, we about to go through this again, this again, God, this again. <laughs> but you know what? God's favor continues to stand because through that pregnancy with her, I felt so powerful, y'all. Like yo I've never felt like that before like I just felt the glory and power of God like that that's another story in itself but I can say that he has blessed me with a beautiful seed that is divinely sent from heaven like yeah she's amazing and I want to say that I say I felt so powerful is because I felt undefeated. I felt so strong, like mentally and physically. And I just felt beautiful because I don't, well, I do know God, God's grace. And he had me in a season when I was pregnant with her in a resting season. I was so mad because everybody kept telling me, God wants you to rest. God wants you to rest. Everybody. I'm like, I know. He already told me that. <laughs> like, every time somebody kept telling me that, I just got started. I'm like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? I've been resting. And I had to figure out how he wanted me to rest. Like, what did resting mean for me to him? Like, what did it look like that how he wanted me to rest? I think I said it correctly, but yes. So, that was that. And then, through that pregnancy, all I did was meditate. I read my Bible. I prayed. I took lots and lots and lots of baths, y'all. Like, baths. Baths was my thing when I was pregnant with her. They were so soothing. And when I say relaxing, I just meditated on a successful vaginal delivery. And it was just amazing. (laughs) I can just say that. And then I wanted to do a home birth, a natural home birth. So I have invested in a midwife team. We spent a couple of thousands and then God said, nah. So we spent money and wasted money on midwives and he just like, no, 
No. But I did meet some great people, though. Some really great midwives that I would love to stay in contact to this day. Um, They're amazing. They are God-fearing women, and they are amazing. And so that was that. (laughs) We lost a couple of hundreds, a couple of thousands trying to, you know, plan this home birth. My spouse, he just, like, he ain't for it, but he wanted to do what I felt most comfortable with so he was on the team of birthing at home but deeply he wanted me to go to the hospital due to previous experience because it is scary to give birth to a little one so eventually I'm like forget it I don't want nobody to mess with me I don't want to go see nobody I had one more um I had one more doctor's appointment that was my very last appointment because I was overdue and I'm like, I ain't going. I'm not going to that appointment. I did not go. I didn't want, I didn't want nobody to touch me because I wanted my water to break on its own and I wanted to push her out like at home. I, my desire was to just push her out. I didn't want another C-section because they said, oh, you just had one. That's too soon. You can't deliver vaginally. That's what one of the doctors told me. She said, I had a 1% chance to deliver my baby or my life and her life will be at risk. I said, that's what you said. That's not what my God said. My God said, I will have a successful delivery. I will um, be, I have purpose. So I will be here and my baby will be here. And the doubts kept coming in, but I feel so powerful, so strong that I was able to knock down every doubt, every fear and just keep trusting God and thank God that he has sent me a beautiful, amazing friend who continues support in me, who continues to, um, build my confidence like you can do this Taya you got this you know only God uh can see you through 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 in this and I can say that I'm so grateful for the support system the small support system that I had um during the time of delivery and I remember when I didn't go to my last appointment I remember in the middle of the night, I just kept having this dream or vision. I don't remember which one it was uh, that I was giving birth, that I was giving birth to my baby. I'm like, okay, but my water didn't break. But then I kept, I couldn't really go to sleep. I was going back and forth to the bathroom. And I'm like, every time I walked, it felt like she was about to slide out. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should go see my doctor. Maybe I should go see my midwife and schedule my appointment. So I scheduled my appointment went to go to my appointment to see my midwife y'all she said Taya you're in active labor I was like what I I am I was so excited (laughs) I was like I am when she's coming she's like we're having a baby today and y'all the joy that I had in my spirit I was I was excited and nervous at the same time I told my uh I told my spouse I was like we're having a baby today listen that's a whole nother story in itself because men don't understand he still wanted to live his day and listen men don't understand when it's time when the baby's coming the baby's coming it's not not no time clock you can't put a pause and say let me finish this job first and then do this tomorrow and then maybe we can have a baby the next day it don't work like that (laughs) so listen that's another story I would have to share but no we ended up going to the hospital but I was nervous because of the pros and cons and I had was told the cons that they had to like break my water 
and if if I don't contract on my own, then they would have to give me Pitocin. And I did not want any medication, nothing. And I cried because I was like, I don't want that. I don't need that. She was just telling me the possibility if they break my water and if I don't contract on my own. So, you know, long story short, a beautiful, great friend of mine um, prayed and we talked through it. And I decided to stay and just have them break my water. They broke my water. I checked it on my own. Baby was coming. Baby was surely coming. Eventually, I ended up pushing that baby out. It's, I was so exhausted. I never pushed the baby out before, but that was a beautiful experience. And I just thank God for that because he said that I will be able to do that. And I, I had a dream that I was going to push her out and I did. So God is so amazing and so loving. And you, I really highly encourage you to build a relationship with God, because if you do without that relationship with him, there's no purpose and no point of living life whatsoever because without God I wouldn't even be here today at all like I could have lost my life the first time when I was giving birth the second time when I was giving birth even the third time when I was giving birth but he continued to keep me in the midst because I tell you giving birth is the closest experience to death because listen your whole body is doing a lot to the point I had chills I was uh, vomiting. Uh, it was just, it felt, it was just horrible. But the beautiful beauty of it was the outcome that the baby was here. And think about that is exactly what we're going through today in the natural. You, we all see the things going on in the world and stuff like that. And we know God created this world. He created us and it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. But we see the birth pains that the world is actually going through with the weather um the wars and um people going crazy shootings and stuff like that these are labor pains in this earth this this there's got there's going to be beauty in the midst and by the end of it. and the beauty the beauty that i'm holding on to i'm not holding on to the worldly things of what's going on in this world i'm sorry y'all I'm off track, but I feel like I have to get this out. But I'm not focused on the things that's going on in this world. I'm focused on my relationship with God and his coming. That is the beauty at the end of the day. The beauty after the birth pain of this world is the coming of our Lord and Savior to come and grab and capture his children. Those who are seeking his presence and living righteously. You know, he is coming. He is coming and he is trying to um, give you an opportunity, a chance to repent, to repent your sinful ways and to live a righteous life because he is coming. And this is your time and your opportunity to get it together. But I will be teaching um, another episode. I will be um talking about receiving God's love y'all right from the book of revival in the word and how ironic right we're talking about God's love today things just falls in place but I'm so grateful to be here and I am going to pray us out because it is time for me to go and I will see you all on the next episode so thank you heavenly father for this day we thank you for your love we thank you for your blessings i pray right now for the mothers who are pregnant the mothers who are experiencing birth pains or are going to experience giving birth 
I pray that you meet them there at their um their weakest moments. Meet them in the midst of their delivery. Meet them in the midst of their trials and tribulations and the hurt and the sorrows and the pains, Lord God. I pray right now, Father God, that you will meet all of your children in the midst of their troubles, Lord God. May they seek you and see you, Father God. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that they will be able to have an ear to hear and eyes to see you, Father. For right now, Lord God, I repent of any sinful nature thing that I have done in the natural here on this earth, here in the private, here anywhere. I pray that your people will open up and also open their mouths to release and repent, Lord God. We just give you the glory. We give you the thanks. Thank you so much for this testimony. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you guys. That is all I have for you, and I'll see you next time.